Welcome to the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast. I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. Just like you, I'm an independent retail business owner. I love the home decor and gift boutique I co-own with my sister, but I don't want it to consume me or my life. Join me each week as I share lessons learned, helpful tips, and valuable information for your retail business and life. Whether you're buying your products or making your products, whether you're a 25K business or a $2.5 million business, I'm on a mission to help indie retailers work less, profit more, and grow. Let's get started on today's episode. Welcome to episode 194 of the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast retail store clearance sales, my best store sales day ever and why it worked. I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. So you might be wondering, Kathy, we're just getting into our peak season, the holiday season, and we're ready to sell at full price. Why are you talking about sales events? Well, a few reasons. This was originally going to be a bonus episode where the timing would have been ideal for end of summer clearance sales events, but life this year just keeps getting in the way. And then when I was prepared to record, I received news that we lost a Master Shopkeepers community member, and it was someone who was near and dear to my heart and near and dear to the hearts of the whole entire community. Hopefully, I can get through this without crying. On October 5th, I received the heartbreaking news that April Peterson, a founding member of Master Shopkeepers, she's, she was in the group with me for five years. She was a friend and owner of Fructaven Farm, the farm where I hosted the past two Savvy Shopkeeper retreats. We learned that she had suddenly passed away. To say this rocked my boat and affected the Master Shopkeepers community is a huge understatement. This hit me and many of our group members in a way that we never really would have expected. I think I, well, we, maybe I can't say we, I can't really necessarily speak on behalf of everyone in the group, so I'll speak for myself. I underestimated how incredibly connected we are in Master Shopkeepers. We also, or I also may not have realized how incredibly impactful April was in our lives. We are heartbroken. It's been two weeks since April's passing, and I think of her multiple times a day. I think about her family. I think about the amazing legacy that she left, and I think about how much she played a role in my savvy shopkeeper journey and just in my life in general. I'm heartbroken. I know many group members feel the same way. Like truly heartbroken. Our community is heartbroken. So after we received information about April's celebration of life, four of us from Master Shopkeepers, we traveled to Greenville, Michigan to attend her celebration. And it was incredible, just like her. I'm really struggling getting through this podcast episode. But I will say that I found a sense of peace being on the farm again and connecting with her loved ones and seeing everyone that loved her there. But this will take some time to process. This heavy feeling of grieving is going to take some time. And I'm trying to give myself the space and grace to do this. I can't imagine 
not talking about April's legacy in a future episode, but for now, this is all I'll share because you can tell I'm struggling to get this out. So please send good, caring, loving thoughts to her family who I'm sure will miss her tremendously. So needless to say, this didn't get recorded as a bonus episode. However, sometimes things just work themselves out, and I realized that recording this in advance of January is really ideal because I want you to plan ahead. I want you to brainstorm ideas now so you aren't scrambling at the end of the year to figure out what are you going to do for that clearance sale. So let me share my clearance sale event story with you. In September, I hosted an end of summer sale event in the store that I co-own with my sister. And we had really great results. In fact, the best results we've ever seen. It even beat Small Business Saturday. And Small Business Saturday is huge for us. So to say that we beat by a pretty decent amount Small Business Saturday was a big deal. So I thought I'd share why this worked so well. You first might be wondering, well, why did you have a sale, Kathy? And I'll explain, it's probably multiple reasons. First, our stock to sales ratio was high. Uh, We generally don't have a sale section in our store. So we don't always, we aren't always able to clear things out like I would like. Uh, We haven't hosted, or at that point, we hadn't hosted a Facebook Live clearance sale, which we were kind of got into a routine, especially during those pandemic years where we would do one once a year. And we hadn't done one in about two years. We had plenty of old stock to get rid of. And we were heading into Q4, and I wanted a really quick solution and an influx of cash. You all know those moments where you want that, right? I mean, that's exactly what was going on with me. This episode is brought to you by my free resource, 100 plus social media ideas and prompts for retail store owners. It's easy to get into a rut with social media marketing and not know what to post about. Get this 21 page downloadable resource filled with a list of long ideas so you can be inspired to post and market your brick and mortar store. Visit SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash 100 ideas. That's the number 100 and the word ideas all together. SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash 100 ideas and sign up for my newsletter to get the list. So the next question you might be wondering was, well, what was your event strategy? And again, this was also involved multiple things. The first one was, I decided to piggyback off of a neighborhood sale event. This was really an opportunity because I knew there would be more traffic on this day, more foot traffic on this day. Now, I should, I want to add that the neighborhood sale event started at noon. We open at 10. This, this will become relevant in a minute. The other part of the strategy was heavy discounting. We went with 50% off old stock. Keep listening because I don't want you to think that you have to do 50% off. But that's what I chose to do for this event strategy. Another part of the strategy was exclusivity. I essentially created a special and exclusive opportunity for our email subscribers 
to get 25% off everything in the entire store, including new and Halloween items. And then they also got first dibs at the 50% off sale section. I also created a sense of urgency. So the exclusive offer would start at 10 a.m., and the neighborhood event started at noon. So all of our email subscribers would have to show up early to get that 25% off everything in the store and then get the first dibs, the 50% off the sale section. Another part of my strategy was making sure that I had plenty of help. So I had two of our team members come in, also good friends, shout out to Maureen and Rochelle for helping me on this day. I made sure that I had enough help and that I wouldn't be overwhelmed. You know, you make the mistakes in the years past where I think when I was so new and we knew Small Business Saturday would be a big day, I just didn't realize how big. And there were instances where I worked Small Business Saturday by myself. It was crazy. And I didn't want to do this. I had a feeling that this one was going to be big. This event was going to be big. So the next question you have is, well, what was your marketing strategy? So I have to say that I did this all pretty quickly. I think I started my marketing strategy and came up with the idea for all of this probably two weeks away and marketing started 11 days before the event. So there were social media posts, including posts that teased something that was that something was coming. I wanted to tease that out. And those tease posts also involved me nudging people to get on our email list. So I think some of the some of the posts said something like, something special is coming soon. You probably want to get on our email list. Don't miss out. I don't remember the exact wording, but it was something like that. The other part of the marketing strategy is that I knew with this neighborhood event, there were probably going to be more than 20 businesses participating. And there was a collaborative aspect to the marketing because all of those businesses that participated also shared the event, also shared social media posts, also you know, created reels, did stories, did all of that stuff to push the neighborhood event. And I have to say that the organizer of the event, she did a really nice job of promoting it. And this is her third year doing this event. She organizes it all. She brings everything to us. So shout out to Nicole at Revival Body Care because she did a really nice job. And for sure, you'll see when I share some information that this was the most successful one yet. By the time... The day of the neighborhood event came along. There were a th- nearly a 1,000 people interested in the Facebook event, just to kind of give you an idea of how, how popular this became. So the next question you might ask me is, well, what were the results, Kathy? And I have to say it was a sales day bigger than Small Business Saturday. I already said that. And it was interesting because it was in both revenue and transactions. It was our biggest sales and transaction day ever paying a really nice chunk on our credit card before October and our biggest season of the year was really nice. That was another result. And you know before holiday season kicks in, you're getting all of those shipments and all of those orders for Christmas and winter merchandise, that credit card starts to add up. So it was nice to be able to pay that chunk on the credit card um, right after the sale event. Another result was we brought our stock to sales ratio down by several percentage points, which was one of my big goals. 
And then another result is an overall feeling in the store of just being healthier in overall stock and feeling like I could refresh the store. And that always feels really good. This episode is brought to you by my free resource, Tools of the Retail Trade Resource Guide, a 28-page downloadable resource filled with software, tools, and equipment recommendations just for brick-and-mortar retail store owners. Learn what I use and what other store owners are using. Visit SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash resources. That's SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash resources and sign up for my newsletter to get the guide. So all this to say, yes, I could have created a different strategy to destock our store while protecting our margins more, but I was more than okay with the strategy and I'm definitely pleased with the results. Like I mentioned earlier, life happens and this has been the case for me this year for a variety of reasons. This year has been hard. So creatively destocking hasn't been at the top of my list. I wasn't doing it throughout the year because I had so many other things going on. It happens. I would say if it's happened to you, don't judge yourself for it. Don't get stuck in your head. It's okay, I promise, because you can see that when space or time allows or your past whatever season in life that you're experiencing, those creative juices will start flowing again. Or you'll find an opportunity like I did to piggyback off of this neighborhood event. So I was happy that this neighborhood event came along when it did because I was able to capitalize on it. The timing was right. Thank goodness. I finally had the bandwidth to do it. My sister was on vacation enjoying her 30th wedding anniversary. So shout out to Karen and Bob. 30th wedding anniversary. And I really wanted her to enjoy the time off. So I handled all the planning, all the marketing, all the details, all the execution. It didn't break me. (laughs) I was able to do it all. I'm also grateful for a community of small business owners who collaborate and support each other. I know not all of you have this, but I have to say that I'm really happy that we do. Eight years ago, when we opened our brick and mortar, the community that we're in, it really didn't like a a retail or this community of small business owners didn't exist, mostly because we were one of the few small retailers in the neighborhood. Many small businesses have opened since then and moved in, and it's been so cool to see the growth. For us, the end of summer is a great time to host something like this. So for many of you, this probably applies. Like at the end of summer, school has started at that point. And this is the season where our customers start to spend and shop for the holidays. Their budgets feel a little bit better now that school supplies are purchased and summer vacations have been paid for. And you can see why I wanted to try to publish this podcast episode as a bonus in September. However, I want to add that the end of December and or the beginning of January is also a great time to host a clearance sale. So this will be worth considering for some of you, not all of you, but some of you, yes. So what's the point of this episode? I have to say that I'm not recommending this strategy for all store owners, 
Please don't say, but Kathy said I should do this. Kathy said I should mark everything 50% off. Please know that I'm not suggesting that. It truly depends on your situation. But what I am recommending is that you do a few things. One, take a good look at your stock and make decisions from there. If you're in Master Shopkeepers, there are lessons on the stock to sales ratio. Please go and watch those or add a reminder to your calendar at the end of December so that you can take a look at those numbers. They'll be much more accurate then because you're probably all bulked up on merchandise right now. But take a good look at that and then start to make decisions. Number two, Take a good look at upcoming opportunities and take advantage of those as well, or make your own opportunity. It doesn't mean that you have to piggyback off of another another event that's in your area. You could also absolutely do this on your own. Number three, don't be afraid to do something big if and when needed. Store owners have a habit of getting in their own way sometimes, particularly when it comes to discounting or the perception of discounting. My thought was, who cares? (laughs) I need to get rid of stock. I haven't been able to do it. It's a good opportunity. The timing is right. So don't get stuck in your head. Your business and its health are way more important. Interesting tidbit here. Some would think our average order value would have dipped during such a big clearance sale event. However, what was interesting to me that our average order value actually went up. So for those of you that poo-poo sale events, that's Karen's word, my sister's word, for those of you that poo-poo sale events, don't knock it till you try it. (laughs) Yes, I just said that. I have to cheer myself up some way with these silly things. If you're a Master Shopkeepers member, I want to mention one more thing. I shared a detailed case study in the Master Shopkeepers Facebook group. It included my entire marketing strategy, what I did for the 11 days leading up to the event. And yes, I want to remind you, I did all of this in less than two weeks. I share in the case study what I posted, when I posted it, what emails I sent out, and when, and then more details of how this all came together. So just search in the Facebook group, search case study, and most likely you'll be able to find it. If you can't find it, just comment and let us know or post and let us know and we'll um, point you in the right direction. And if you think this is something that you want to consider at the end of December, post-Christmas, and at the beginning of January, go ahead and save this episode, uh, save a link to it, and add it to your calendar. I'm all about the reminders. We've been talking a lot about this. I've been talking a lot about this with one-on-one clients and on group calls and master shopkeepers. I'm all about the reminders because maybe this isn't relevant to you now, but you don't want to forget about it. So grab a link or go ahead and use the share icon in the Apple podcast app or wherever you listen and go ahead and save it somewhere and add a date and time to it so that you can listen to it over again and start to create a plan for your own sale event at the end of the year. If you found this podcast episode helpful, please share it with a retail business friend or leave me a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. I always genuinely appreciate those. If you want to see the show notes to this episode or find links to anything I mentioned, visit my blog at SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash episode 194. 
And I just want to say one more thing. Um, I mentioned April at the beginning of this episode. This will not be the last time I mention April. There's just so much for me to share about her and her legacy. So please know that I will probably come back into all of your ears with a full episode about April and how much we loved her and why we loved her so much. Until the next episode, be savvy and boss up.